are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Monday. We've got a lot to go over in Bachelor World because the TCAs for ABC, the Television Critics Association, had their press release, press conference where media comes and the ABC, Disney section of the television networks their branch decided to, you know, let everybody in on the shows coming out, what's been renewed, what isn't, all that stuff. And we got some news in regards to The Bachelor World, so we'll get into that. With that, we've also got some things that weren't mentioned at the TCAs, which I find important. I want to get to this April post from asking, you know, April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy. I keep teasing it, and I keep forgetting to talk about it. We have her post from January of why... She feels that she's been excluded from the group. We haven't heard the other side, but we're going to read her post on Instagram. Also, another woman from this season being attacked online for no reason whatsoever. We're going to read what Medina said and what she posted. And then I'm going to update you on my uh, Taylor Swift tweet from over the weekend and my Instagram post from over the weekend. And we'll get to all that momentarily. So first, obviously, we got to start in Bachelor World. Episode four is tonight, first travel of the season, and we know that episode five is coming tomorrow night. So we're getting back-to-back episodes. Tonight, they're in Malta. Tomorrow, they're in Spain. So tonight's episode, all these screenshots will be up on your Instagram stories. We got a lot to go over in terms of, you know, the next two nights, a lot of Bachelor coverage. But we're basically going to be halfway through the season after tonight. Fifteen women headed to Malta tonight, two one-on-one, or excuse me, a one-on-one, a group date, and they're bringing back the dreaded two-on-one. We haven't seen one since Clayton's season when Genevieve and Shanae were in Niagara Falls. And that date, which was <laughs> quite comical, looking back on it now, probably wasn't real pleasant for either of them in the moment. But right now, kind of funny to look back on. Anyway, tonight, first one-on-one date goes to Lexi. She gets the local date where they hang out with locals, they dance, they went shopping, stuff like that. Pretty basic one-on-one date. Obviously, Lexi gets a rose. The group date is, you've seen this in the commercials and the previews, they all dress up like knights, they have sword fights, and there also is a segment in there where the women had to catch sausages in their mouth because, of course they had to, because this show loves embarrassing women on this show. It's what they do. It's what they're excellent at. Anyway, Autumn ended up winning whatever this challenge was with the knights and the swords. Autumn ended up winning, got some extra time with Joey at the night portion. I believe Rachel is the one who gets the group date roads. It's either Rachel or Kelsey T. And since Rachel gets a one-on-one in next episode, my guess is it's probably Rachel that got it. Um, could be wrong, but it's it's either Rachel or, or uh, Kelsey T. And then the uh, dreaded two-on-one. We've known this all season, Maria and Sydney, and he ends up keeping Maria, and Sydney is eliminated. And then at the rose ceremony, Edwina and Allison, the other sister, are limited at the rose ceremony, so 12 women are headed to Spain tomorrow night. Those spoilers will be up, like I said, on Instagram and my Instagram feed uh, within, by the time you listen to this, they'll be up. So pay attention to that, and they'll also be on my Instagram stories. Now, the story over the weekend was this. The TCAs, Television Critics Association, where each network comes out and presents their new shows and what's been renewed and stuff that like that. And they, you know, they'll take questions about their shows and, and whatnot. So the big announcement was <clears throat> we knew the Bachelorette was coming. 
and <clears throat> my gosh, frog in my throat. Anyway, we knew the Bratcherette was coming, and that's going to be filmed uh, next month, starting next month, probably air end of June, beginning of July. But their big announcement at the TCAs, and they put it out on their Instagram feed, was the fact that the, the Golden Bachelorette is coming this fall. This is something I told you about a month ago. I said after the Bachelorette, they're filming Golden Bachelorette, which would bleed into when they would normally film Bachelor in Paradise. I think the biggest thing to come out of the TCAs this weekend is ABC didn't, didn't Disney announced uh, that there's going to be a Bachelorette and announced that there's going to be a Golden Bachelorette. No announcement whatsoever about Bachelor in Paradise. Considering Bachelor in Paradise would normally film in between those two, and they're saying that Bachelorette is airing soon and Golden Bachelorette is airing in the fall, I'm telling you, I think this is the last nail on the coffin, at least for 2024. That pretty much confirms there is no Bachelor in Paradise this summer. It looks like you'll have your regular Bachelorette season if they started at the end of June, or if they started at the beginning of July, we won't know. But once they give us a date on that, let's just say they started at the end of June. It's going to go until probably first week of September, and Golden Bachelorette will just start airing right after that. And I'm assuming they're going to give Golden Bachelorette more episodes than they did last season of The Golden Bachelor. So you'll have Golden Bachelorette beginning of September, probably through November. Probably give it eight to ten episodes, and that puts you in November. And that's normally when your summer show, I mean, if they don't have two shows, which they don't, and doesn't look like they have Paradise, it's going to end in November. And then, you know, normal schedule, Bachelor will start filming in, in September while Golden Bachelorette is airing. So that's probably the biggest thing to come from it. Now, the number one thing that I got asked and my request folder was loaded with, <laughs> you know, the question of, well, who is it going to be? Well, they haven't even chosen the Bachelorette yet. So they're not going to announce the Golden Bachelorette considering that films after the Bachelorette. Could it be possible that when they announce the next Bachelorette, probably on the After the Final Rose of Joey's season, that they also announce the Golden Bachelorette? I think it's possible. Why not announce both of them? They're not filming at the same time, but the other one, the Golden Bachelorette, is filming right after it. I don't see why you couldn't do that, because then you would just be announcing it, I don't know, I guess you could do it on GMA or online or something like that, Instagram page, but... I don't know. I don't know when they're going to announce it, but everyone expects me to know the answer already. I've given my thoughts on Golden Bachelorette for the last two months, ever since it was pretty much established that there was going to be a Golden Bachelorette season this year and not a Golden Bachelor. Um, I, I, my, my prediction and, and what I think, and I have heard nothing in regards to this, I would just be really surprised if it wasn't Leslie. I, I understand, you know, they answered questions. The executives at ABC answered questions at the TCAs. Uh, executive producer Jason Ehrlich said they have a true wealth of options, but says they like to cast from the franchise since the audience already knows the star. They don't know who it'll be yet. Well, that's pretty much him saying it's going to be one of the women that was on Gary's season. Let's, let's face it. I, they're not just going to, they just had a season that was kind of revitalized the franchise. They had more people watch that season than any season since COVID. I don't think they're just going to be like, hey, let's just pluck a woman out of obscurity that we don't know and make her the Golden Bachelorette. Clearly, it's going to be one of Gary's women. Everyone's got their opinions on who they want it to be. I'm just saying it makes the most sense, and I would be really surprised if it wasn't Leslie. Unless she drove some sort of hard bargain, 
I'm assuming that's the one they were after, and that's the one that'll get the gig. But we don't know for sure. Nothing's official. That's just my guess. But when I know, if I do find anything out solidly, I'll let you know. But I think we're at least a month away from me hearing anything about that or because it's not going to start filming until May. So we're, we've got time because they still got to film Bachelorette from March until May. Keep that in mind. But, I mean, would you really be surprised if it wasn't Leslie? I, I would. I really would. I mean, could it be Faith? I, I guess. I, I just... I don't think it's any, it's going to be any of the Askin women. I really don't. I think this is a kind of a Faith or Leslie deal just because they lasted the longest and the audience certainly has a connection to them. I really do think it's going to be one of them. And that's no shot at any of the other women that, oh, my God, they could never be the Golden Bachelorette, you know, Susan or Nancy or Kathy. I just know the way the show works, and I just feel like the way they built Leslie's story, um, I think that's just I think it's going to be her. And I don't think I'm really going out on a limb there either, you know? It's like, makes the most sense. I mean, put it this way. If that same exact season, Gary's season, just happened to be a Bachelor season, I think all of you would be clamoring for Leslie, you know? I know you could say that after the fact now. It's been over for two months or whatever. I just, I I think this is where they're going. But we'll see. Okay, speaking of asking, April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy, the ones who appeared on the group date last week, and I said there's been a rift between them. April is no longer part of the group. Well, back on January 17th, she posted this. For all the folks from Texas and Pennsylvania that are daunting me about why I'm not going to St. Martin, that was a trip that the four of them were supposed to go on. Three of them went, and April wasn't there. Susan, Kathy, and Nancy were posting from it. Although it is none of your business, and there are other three people who knew I canceled, but karma never sleeps, Here are the reasons. Number one, I have a job and I can't keep taking off. Number two, my roof had a major leak and I had to pay $4,500 so I couldn't afford to go. Number three, my dogs are freaking out. Number four, my son's birthday is this week and he didn't need to see me on a beach at this time in our relationship. Number five, I have to go to New York to see my granddaughter and celebrate her third birthday in three weeks so I will be off then. Number six, I am an adult and I have made decisions that are best for my first love. Not partying, but my kids and keeping my house. Only three people knew I canceled, and I offered to pay for any fees that I might have cost them. So whoever sent you, please respect and don't follow me for their dark dealings. This is adult bullying, and it is a low, dense energy. This is a poor example of what adult females should act like. I seriously feel like I'm on The Golden Bachelor Part 2, and I'm the new Teresa being targeted. Shame on you. So clearly, this is a case of, hey, April at some point, I guess, committed to this trip to St. Martin with Susan, Kathy, and Nancy. And then she just laid out six reasons why she didn't end up going. Did she leave stuff out? I don't know. We can only go off of what she posted. She said all that, and I don't know what that means. Did the other women just say that's not good enough? Did they say, "Did why didn't you tell us earlier? Like, we have never heard from the other three. They have basically just kind of dismissed her. So, I don't know if we're ever going to get the real answer, but that's her answer as to why she didn't go on that trip. But that trip is the root of why Askin is no longer. And it seems like April laid it out there pretty clear for everybody. It's just a matter of, I guess we don't know the other intricate details. Did she tell them this at the last minute? Did, is she making any of that up? Do the other women not believe her? Because if all that is true, 
why would Susan, Kathy, and Nancy be mad at her and exclude her from a group? It seems like there's more, obviously, to it. We don't know, and I don't know if we're ever going to get a true answer of what it is. <laughs> you know, but, you know, when I was bringing it up last week, when they appeared on the episode, and I said, I wish we could find something, and I wish we had some details of why these women are no longer friends, or April has been excluded from the group, or April excluded herself from the group. It looks like it was addressed. This That post that I just read you was from January 17th. And it's just a matter of who you choose to believe and what is being left on the, quote, editing room floor here. I don't know. And I'm not even going to take a side because I don't, honestly, I'm not looking to take sides. I don't care to take sides of, oh, no, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy are the ones that are writing in this. Or, no, April's the one in the right. Like, I don't know. April laid out there for you why she didn't go on the trip. Susan, Kathy, and Nancy, as far as I know, have just kind of thrown shade and not given a reason why, like they've never addressed those six things that April said. So I, I don't know. I throw my hands up on this, but there is your answer for the thing that I did not have an answer to last week. One of the women from this season, you know, we, we, we have a plenty of women from this season that are taking heat online. Sydney's taking heat online. Daisy's taking heat online. Um, Medina is now taking heat online. She posted, um, basically, you know, you know, talking about what she said that night about being 31 and being the oldest in the group. And she's like, look, I wasn't looking for any sort of sympathy like that. And then she posted screenshots of responses that people sent her on Instagram DM. And this is toxic bachelor nation. Once again, doing their best. These are some if you go to that, I don't even know if it was a story and it's gone already, but I took a screenshot of it when she posted it because I was like, once again, people in this franchise, the haters and the trolls that follow this franchise that just have to say something negative every single time somebody says something, not even controversial, just a storyline on the show, and they have to chime in and say this shit. Here's some of the messages that Medina received geriatric, insecure, confidence-lacking, shameful person. Okay? Wah-wah, crybaby, you're unmarried. You need your therapy licenses revoked immediately. Crazy. You wrinkly old fart. I just know Joey didn't pick you, old bitch. You bitch. Bitch is capitalized. They should call you Mandina, ugly ass. Your parents probably disowned you. Or did you wait until they die to bring this shame? You're a dumb bitch, spelled Y-O-U-R, of course. And you shouldn't be a therapist. This is from Medina. Has anybody had any issue with what Medina's done all season? I certainly haven't. What the hell did she do to deserve that? You know, I know she it was a post that she made, but all she was laying out there was, you know, Joey went to her and specifically asked her, who said this about you? Who caused this? And she said, I don't want to name names. Yet that's the response she gets from nameless, faceless people online who suffer zero repercussions for saying whatever the hell they want to whoever the hell they want. 
It's just disgusting. I feel bad for Medina. I feel bad for Sydney. I feel bad for Maria. I feel bad for Daisy. Just pathetic losers who have nothing better to say than to just constantly rip on somebody. You know why Daisy gets ripped on? Because she talks about her cochlear implant too much. Think about that for a second. Somebody who's trying to bring awareness and trying to set an example for deaf kids is getting shit on because she talks about her cochlear implant too much. How pathetic of a life do you have to lead to jump on Daisy for that? Sydney Gordon is getting death threats because of what she's saying in ITMs about Maria. I mean, why do people have to take this so seriously? I cover it, but I cover it in a completely different way than these people talk about it. You'll never hear me talk about it that way. I've been covering the show for 18 years. I've said some pretty bad shit. Granted, it was all in the beginning and all up until about four or five years ago. I'm just like, I'm not contributing to this garbage anymore. It would make me a hypocrite. You know? I can't believe Medina's getting stuff like that. I can't believe people are shitting on Daisy because she talks about her cochlear implant too much, yet there's children all over the world that are getting her story now and are actually looking up to her as somebody because they don't have a lot of representation out there. What she's doing for the cochlear implant world and that community, it's just, it's nothing but positive. There's nothing negative about what she's doing. And yet people are mad at her for this. They're bothered by this. Like, what is your problem? Seriously, get a life. And finally, I'm actually recording this before the Super Bowl started. And only because I'm going to have a lot to record tonight after the game. And I just wanted to get this out of the way, basically. So we're looking at the Super Bowl, obviously. And what did I tell you last week or two weeks ago, the the Monday after the Super Bowl, uh, the NFC and AFC Championship Games happened? I said, I guarantee you on Saturday, February 10th, there was going to be some news outlet that was going to have some sort of camera fixated on wherever Taylor Swift was landing after she left her last uh, concert in Tokyo. Sure enough, they did. I put a, you know, I put a um, Instagram post about it out. And, you know, it's, it, was a, it was a story that said Taylor Swift's private jet has landed at LAX. And I was like, look, this isn't a story. Someone getting on a plane and it landing, that's not a story. One, because we all knew that was going to happen. This isn't news. And number two, Taylor Swift landing at LAX isn't the story. The story would be is if Taylor never made it to the Super Bowl. You don't need to tell us her plane has landed. We all knew it was going to land at some point. She had plenty of time to get from Japan back to the States. Maybe the story is she actually landed at LAX and not Vegas. She didn't fly direct from Tokyo to Vegas. So she landed at LAX, and then she probably took, you know, got on her plane again and took a private jet to Vegas maybe this morning. Who knows? Maybe she wanted to stay the night in L.A. Whatever the case may be. That's all I was saying. If anybody's listened to me at all, seasoned, 
in regards to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, you know where I you know where I stand. I have absolutely no problem with her dating him. I have absolutely no problem with the TV network showing her during the game because we've shown how insignificant it is. It's not taking away from the game itself, ever. The most she's ever been shown in one game is 44 seconds. That was the last game against Baltimore. 44 seconds in a three-hour and nine-minute game. So you know me. I'm all for it. I'm all, I love just absolutely jumping down the throats of people who claim to be bothered by it because it's just like you, you're not making any sense. If 44 seconds out of three, three hours and nine minutes bothers you, the problem is you. And once again, I don't know how many times we have to say this, it has nothing to do with Taylor. She has no control over the network showing her in a suite during a game. None. She's the most popular woman in the world. Why wouldn't they show her? If they showed her for 30 minutes a game, you'd have every right to bitch. If they showed her while a touchdown was happening, you'd have a right to bitch. But they're going to show her if Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown. They're going to show her if Travis Kelsey does anything positive. Just deal with it. It's not that big of a deal. They cut to the suite for three, five seconds? Like, that bothers you? Why? What's the point? Who cares? Whoops. My tripod fell. They show Jason Kelsey in the stands against Buffalo with his shirt off, chugging a beer. Did anybody, anybody complain about that? No, they thought it was hilarious. They show Taylor doing absolutely nothing other than cheering, and people lose their absolute shit. <laughs> it just, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. But my post about it had a few people saying, well, you know, a few people basically just saying, like, you, you're not, you know, why are you, why are you bothered by that? And it was like, no, you're not, you're not getting it. My point was her landing wasn't news. Her not making the game would be news. And then I would expect a full-blown meltdown from networks if somehow she never made it from Japan to the game. But we all knew that was going to happen. I mean, she was in the pregame show. As I'm recording this, the pregame show is going on. I've already seen her shown three times in the suite. So it's just, <laughs> it really is amazing. You know, tomorrow on the Daily Roundup, we'll talk about the Taylor Swift coverage in the game. How much it was, was it was it over excessive? I can already give you the answer to that. It's going to be no, but of course there are going to be people that are going to complain. But look, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. She's drawing eyeballs that normally wouldn't watch the most popular sport in the United States. She's making it even more popular. Because of her fan base. Do not be bothered because Taylor Swift is shown on your screen for less than a minute. Please. And if you are bothered, maybe reevaluate your life. Because you shouldn't be bothered in the least bit by it. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, hit play. It doesn't do good enough just to have it download into your feed. Hit play um, anytime you can. And that will count as a download. So really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Definitely be breaking down the Super Bowl for you in that. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.